This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets. People. Pop culture. Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs. Hello everyone, I'm Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs and host of Vegas Rock Dog Radio. On today's show, I'm talking about pest control and the difference between an annual and a wellness exam. So stay right there. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets, people, pop culture. Good morning, everyone. It's Sam here, the queen of rock and roll dogs. And here we are for another show, another episode of Vegas Rock Dog Radio. I've got Jim in studio with me today. And two little monkeys. We always call our dogs the monkeys. People think we have monkeys. But we've got Mr. Twix and Miss Thornton in studio. They had a wonderful walk. And now they're having a wonderful nap. And Miss Galaxy is looking down from us, from heaven. So, here we are again, Jim, for another show. Another Saturday, another show. What was that musical? Another opening of another show. It, was that the, that wasn't the name? It was, wasn't was it called The Greatest Show on Earth or something like that? I think so. <laughs> we love a good old musical around here. <laughs> well, welcome to the show, everybody. So glad to have you here. Got uh, some great, interesting topics for you today. I think there might be a little bit of an eye-opener during this show. And uh, that's what we like to do. We like to bring you information that you may not know about so that you can be the best pet parent you can be and do the best you can for your pets. That's what we want, isn't it, everyone? Well, it's been a busy week, hasn't it, Jim? Terribly busy. Oh. I swear, if it wasn't for this show... It's, like every, it's a busy year. If right it now. wasn't for this show every Saturday, we wouldn't have a marker of how quickly the week's gone, bas- gone fast, you know, gone by. By and fast, bast. <laughs> there you go. A hybrid word I just created. It's like, whoa, Saturday just rolled around again. I mean, really, really quickly. But it's been a great week. It's been a great week for me because I've been having some very good meetings about some of the pet events coming up and some of the events I'm going to be hosting. And that's always exciting. I always find that this is, for us, probably the busiest part of our year. I don't know why, but it is every single year, isn't it, Jim? Yeah, it, the the fall ramps up like when school starts for kids. We're like, we got this, we got that. I feel like the kids. I think going... maybe when the season changes, people's activity levels start going up. Well, yeah, because it's cooled down and it's just so nice to be outside. And particularly in Vegas or anywhere else that you're in a hot climate, you know, 
that the minute it cools down, all the pet events start up again, the outdoor pet events. So very excited about that. I'm going to tell you about one that I'm going to be hosting again that I'm very excited about. Well, if you are here for the show for the first time and you're not sure where else we are on the internet and you want to connect through us with us through social media, then there are a ton of places that you can find us. Our website is vegasrockdogradio.com, and that's where the Hubba Show, where you can listen to us live. You can listen to the pet tip of the day. That's always up there, and we'll tell you who's coming on the show and all, all that good stuff to do with the show. But if you're on Periscope, you'll see us pop up on Periscope, and that's part of Twitter. Uh, of course, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Tumblr, Instagram. I have my favorites. I go through phases. I mean, I've always loved Twitter, but I go through my phases. What's your phase now? Um, I'm ramping up. I'm ramping up stuff on Instagram. I'm doing some ramping up on there, and I'm really liking Instagram right now. People are very nice on Instagram. I've always loved Twitter. Facebook is my least favorite. I'm afraid. I think mainly because of how they mess around with the algorithms, and not everybody gets to see what you post. It, it is frustrating. It used to be. And we were outraged at this 7% of people on your page saw your post. Now it's, I read yesterday it's 1.6 to 2%. What? Outrageous. <laughs> but you will still find us on all those platforms. You can always make us a favorite of yours and then you'll never miss a post. We do have a blog and our blog is therockandrolldog.com. Our main website for our clothing company, VegasRockDog.com, is down for a good reason. It's down so that we can do a big revamp and a refresh and a rebrand. And it's really exciting. And that's rock and roll clothing for you and your pet. We do have an app. Believe it or not, we have a free app. And you will go to yap.us, yapp.us, yapp.us. And it's free. Download it free. And then you will download Vegas Rock Dog Radio onto your app. And you'll be all set to go. And of course, you'll find us on every podcast platform. And that includes iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spoke, Spreaker, oh, Radio, FM, they call it. There's about 25 of them now. You'll find us quite easily. So if you don't get the the opportunity to listen live, because we are an international show, so sometimes people are sleeping, <laughs> then, of course, you can catch up through a podcast after the show. We throw it up there. And it's uh, it's on demand. People like like their content to be on demand these days. Very demanding, these people. Yeah, it's uh, well. What was I? What was I saying the other day? I've forgotten what it was. I had to wait for something. I said, "Oh, I said I don't even have the patience for a ten-second commercial." You know, on before a YouTube video, let alone I think I had to wait thirty seconds for something. <laughs> Who invented the word pod podcast? Why is it called? Do you a know? Podcast? I, I don't know. When I think of pods, I think of the movie Cocoon. Did it have anything to do with the iPod? No, the aliens came to Earth and they stayed in cocoons. They lived in cocoons. You've, you know that for a fact about these aliens? Yeah, from the movie <laughs> Cocoon, because it was true. <laughs> Maybe we'll find out on the break. What, what, why is it called podcasting? I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's funny because it's gone from... In the beginning, people who did podcasts saying, this is not radio, you know. We're different. We're podcasting. Well, of course it's different. You don't, you don't go live, although some podcasts are starting to go live. And there's a huge amount of editing that happens in a podcast, a huge amount. Insane, actually. Some people will take eight to ten hours editing 
for a show. Each week, yeah. They'll, they'll remove every um, every flub like I do. Every. <laughs> you don't take your flubs out. I do not. This is me. This is me. It's all yours na- more natural. Like li- your, yours ears is more like live radio. <laughs> it's it. Well, it is live radio right now. Yeah, it's not a podcast. Yeah, it's, it's live just, radio. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's authentic. It's me. Oh, well, if I say something weird, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Uh, but there is a lot of, because of, most people who do their podcast, they don't go live. And so they arrange, you know, for the guests to uh, connect with them a certain time, certain day. And then they do the whole interview and then they edit it down. And they will, they'll remove every um, every silence, every ah. Uh, and it, that's that's tons of work. That's tons and tons of work. So where was I going with this? Oh, yes. Yeah, so it went to, oh, we're not radio kind of thing. Seriously. To now... They're calling it the new radio. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I've seen that change within a year. Everything old is new again. Everything old is new and hip again. It really is. So I'm glad we do both. Uh, I like to go live. It's uh, it's fun. It's really, really fun. So as I was saying, we've had a really ridiculously busy week. I mean, it's funny because Friday rolls and we go, yay, weekend. But we work the weekends too. <laughs> We're kidding ourselves. So yay, it's the weekend. I tell you what I did do this week. I promised a friend of mine that I would go into a new store. She's a new friend. I met her at this adorable event last year called Santa Paws with Opportunity Village. And we had booths there. And she was selling treats and bow ties and just adorable things. And we got chit-chatting. And we started talking about pet nutrition and how through nutrition their dog beat cancer through her own research and not accepting the diagnosis and saying, nope, sorry, there's got to, got to be more more to this and cured the dog's cancer, which is a great story. And she opened up, she she said at Christmas, I think I'm opening up a new a store of my own. Well, she did, and it's called Wags and Whiskers. I went in the other day, Jim. It's You would love it. It's like the general store kind of vibe. Where, is that? Uh... It's the old, I don't, I can't remember the name of that store, but it's just down, down the um, in that Green Valley Plaza. Oh, right. I've forgotten the name of the previous, not that it matters anyway, because now my friend is I in like there. a general country store. You will love the feel of it. They have they have built all their own um, shelving and everything. Oh, it's so great. And Donna knows about food through her own experience with her own dog. So brilliant store, uh, high quality products in there. She does have some bow ties and flowers and oh just did a couple of dog beds and they're really really cute but she just opened up i think it was yesterday the bakery the they're actually have they actually have a bakery in there so i think that's fantastic and knowing where donna comes from i you'll rest assured you can have great food and great treats coming out of her business but while i was there i met a very nice lady who rescues greyhounds she had three of them with her they were stunning they were the most beautiful creatures and the most wonderful temperaments. And what people don't know about greyhounds and actually Great Danes is that they actually don't require a ton of exercise. <laughs> yeah, they can run. Yeah, absolutely. They're athletic, but they don't require tons and tons of exercise. And they, they kind of enjoy the couch. And a Great Dane will definitely take over your couch, but they won't 
They won't require you sucking up most of your day to exercise them. They were gorgeous. You couldn't run as fast as a Great Dane no or a way. Greyhound, anyhow. No, it's never gonna, never going to happen. But they, the nice thing is that she does rescue them, and she rescues them from the racing industry. And we're going to do a show on that. And it's a, it's a horrible, cruel sport that needs to go away. It's as simple as that. And and once people know how these dogs are trapped, they might they might have more of an incentive to adopt them out of those situations. So, And they were gorgeous. Oh, gosh, were they gorgeous, these dogs. They were beautiful. I mean, if they stood on the back legs, they were probably seven foot tall <laughs> against me anyway. But it was lovely meeting them. Uh, one of the events I was talking about earlier that I'm going to be hosting again is the Pamper Your Pet Day with Chapman Chrysler Jeep Dodge here in Henderson, October 14th. It's their fourth annual can you believe that, Jim? Yeah. Their fourth annual Pamper Your Pet Day, and it really is Pamper Your it's Pet really Day. It's really nice. They really go all out. Oh, food trucks. They're going to have the blood donor truck there. Vendors are there. Uh, if you'd like to be a vendor, by the way, get hold of me. I can help you get connected with the uh, with the organizer of the event. It is a lovely event with a lovely atmosphere. Someone does a bake sale. You remember those puppy cupcakes? Yeah, they were yeah. for people. They were decorated. In, in, just exquisite. The dealer they, just, I mean, what did they did? Pizza and wings and yeah. food trucks. And it was and it was free, free food. So they gave you. You got a coupon. You got a little, little to go ticket. To the food truck. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they went all out. There'll be adoptions going on. We're going to have a. You Hall- get to see nice, cool new cars while yeah. you're there. <laughs> there why, you go. That's why I stay. Uh, lovely staff over there, I have to tell you. Really nice staff. They, uh, what did we do last year? We did a Halloween costume competition that went down really well. A yeah. raffle. It's, it's just going to be. They had a photographer there. Uh, uh, yep. Was uh, KKLZ was there as well. Yep. They Carla. Sit- they're going there. to have uh, another radio station. I'm not sure exactly the station this time. But we're going to have another station there. We're going to have, uh, I'm going to be doing some Facebook Live. Oh, it's going to be so exciting. I can't wait. So I want you to come down to the event. It starts at 10 a.m. That's October 14th. Put it on your calendars. I'll do some some fun Facebook Live stuff because people love to see. They just love to see pets they just love it but it's a great time of year coming up as we cool down there'll be lots of really really fun events and one of those my friends is the rocking for rescues second annual rocking the rough golf tournament at siena golf on october 20th busy month like i said and i have more details as we put our information together for sponsorships for that one we're just putting them together and that's no fun at all jim (laughs) it's just not fun well you would know you never put them together because they're not fun it's horrible Uh, it's horrible they don't do things that aren't fun anymore Uh, okay And, of course, it's always to raise money for animal rescue. Okay, Jim, do we want to take a quick break, or shall we go straight into the first topic? We could take a quick break. Take a quick one. All right. All right. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs, and we'll be right back. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets. People. Pop culture. 
Not pumped about cleaning the litter box? Try World's Best Cat Litter Zero Mess, the litter that gives you two times better clumping and more odor control with less litter. That's right. You scoop once and you're done. No chiseling, no scraping, no crumbling, no problem. Looking for fast and easy litter box cleanup? Zero Mess. Try it. You're welcome in advance. Save $2 on World's Best Cat Litter. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets. People. Pop culture. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs. And you can find us... On uh, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, Postagram, every, everywhere you can face, everywhere you can find us. Anyway, we said we would try and figure out why podcast became the term, and I'm going to tell you. I just found out the word podcast is derived from a combination of two words: iPod and cast. iPod, <laughs> right? It was a wild guess. iPod and broadcast. When the term was coined, most people were using Apple iPods to listen to their podcast. So when Ben Hammersley, whoever Ben is, I need to figure out who he is, uh, suggested the word podcasting to describe the new method of delivering content, the term stuck. There you go. I think there was someone, it might have been that guy who was trying to do a, uh, uh, like a copyright thing. So mm. I termed the phrase, I think this week, and I think got shut down in court Maybe it wasn't that guy. Maybe someone else saying they did. I don't know. Kind of like Al Gore invented the interwebs. Yeah, could be. <laughs> okay. You invented it. Prove it. Well, he didn't. He says he does. No, an English guy. Please. Please. Do you know what a memory came up was the, the Olympics in London? The memory... I must admit, my, my commentary on Facebook was rather funny as the opening ceremony started, but wasn't that a phenomenal opening ceremony? It was very well produced. It was insane. And it was a... Well organized, well produced. And it was a... It was a Visually. Uh, what do they call it? Well, it was like a visual history of Britain all the way going through the uh, industrial... What's my dog doing? Uh, he's destroying the studio. What's he... <laughs> Tiddles. Hang on. That's one of his nicknames, Tiddles. I'm going to go off mic here and see, <laughs> see if I can grab him. See what he's doing. Hey, Tootie, Tootie. Uh, that's another nickname, Tootie. <laughs> Did you get him? Why don't you move that? <laughs> I highly recommend working with animals. I got him. I, rec- I recommend it. I obviously, I think it's one of the best things you ever do, work with your animals. It's the best. He stinks. He needs a shower. He's like an old old floor mop. <laughs> like a dirty shoe. A dirty sock stuffed with spinach. <laughs> so, so I know this memory popped up. It's got nothing to do with animals. Well, no, they did have a farm scene. It was beautiful. It's like nothing I'd ever seen in my life. But uh, it was a visual history of Britain through the Industrial Age. And it was absolutely stunning and of course i think britain has a great music history so the backdrop of of the music of britain was just i mean spice girls beatles uh the who oh they covered it all it was beautiful i could do with watching it again i watched it live 
as it happened in England. However, when when it was broadcast here, they edited out so much of it that one half the history was missing, and half of the amazing stuff was missing. Do you remember that? They cut out. Yeah, they tried to a whole uh, tailor half hour. It to the audience. Yeah, it was weird. Was and Pink Floyd in there as well? Yep. And you yeah. know what? Oh, who was it? Who's oh, that? Matt Lauer and Ryan Seacrest, and they yacked on over the entire opening, and it was the kind of opening like, like uh, grade just, grade school narrative. It was horrific, and one they were uneducated in what some of those elements were and what they meant. But they talked all the way over this, and it was just one of those openings you just watch and enjoy. So I'm glad I saw it live in the first place without all that going on <laughs> on top of it. I don't know why I brought that up. Facebook does bring up some funny memories, though, I must admit, uh, and things that you've forgotten about. Well, let's, I don't have a segue into my next topic. <laughs> for, for, there you go. That, there's my segue. <laughs> okay. Annual exams versus wellness exams. Two very different things. Yeah. So depending on what kind of veterinarian you go to, depends on what that postcard says when it shows up in the mail once a year. Traditional vet exams are the annual exams. And I want to make sure you know the difference. I mean, that you're going to have a preference at the end of this, but I want you to know what the difference is. You may not know there's a, there's a different wellness exam you may just only be familiar with the annual exam so traditional vet exams are the annual exams so so when you you know that postcard shows up generally that postcard is going to say your pet needs vaccinations and it lists the ones that you need yeah or do you need them <laughs> remember we talked about the whole yep tights testing mm-hmm. anyway mm-hmm. You have, but, to, you have to arm yourself with knowledge. Before yes, you knowledge show up. is power. Yeah. yeah. Um, so expect if you if you go to a traditional vet that you'll get that postcard that says your pet needs its vaccinations and please schedule that. Integrative holistic veterinarians remind you of a wellness exam on that postcard. These visits are completely different, both in time and what happens in the exam. Having used a traditional vet ourselves couple of different ones before we found what we feel to be the god of all <laughs> veterinarians we um know the difference between the two of them because we've experienced both of them and being with an integrative holistic veterinarian i can tell you the differences are quite stark annual exams are geared towards getting your pet vaccinated there's a little bit of a feeling of oh oh i better get that done almost like if they said, Sunday, the vaccination will no longer work. You better get in by, by Saturday, but it doesn't work that way. And I did well, have except a, for the rabies where, like, legally you're bound. Well, you are legally bound. We, we haven't had rabies in, in, uh, in Vegas in 60 years. I think it's 60 years now. Right. <laughs> yeah. But you have to have it. Which, but that's the only one problem. by law that yeah. we have to give. Uh, where was I going with this? You were going with the... Uh, now the differences are very, very stark. Yeah, why you, with the annual is when you go there for And so there's this feeling of, of a little bit of panic. I mean, I did have a friend that came up to me at Super Zoo and said, oh my gosh, Sam, I, I, I'm, a, I'm behind getting my vaccinations done. And so I talked to her about a titer test and we'll cover that a little bit later. And she had no idea what it was, so I was glad to tell her about it. Uh, so here we go. So the annual exam 
geared towards getting that pet vaccinated. Yep, some people put it on their calendar religiously every single year. This is a short, short visit where your vet typically looks at, you know, ears, mouth, eyes, and then the vaccination is given. It's a short period of time, 15, 20 minutes, in, out, done. Yeah. And, but when it comes to your integrative holistic veterinarian and the wellness visit, you can expect the exam to be much, much longer and very thorough. And so when we visit, we, I feel when we visit our veterinarian, it's a combined, I feel like it's a combined exam and discussion. Yeah, she wants to know how, you know, general condition, how behavior and general health stuff over time. And so this wellness exam includes, it'll include what your traditional vet does, which is your eyes, your teeth, the ears, not not yours, <laughs> your pets, sorry. Um, tighter testing to see if your vaccines are still working. They're still, you know, uh, this still your your pet is still covered and still safe and tied to testing is they they draw blood and they see what's in the blood as far as those vaccinations they've had previously and they might say you know what you're still good to go no need to do them this year uh, as I say there is the one that's the law uh, for, for the see, tighter test covers the rabies as well right so if you you can get a certificate, get a you certificate can, yeah you can it. get a certificate and say my pet was tied to test and and cover that it's still well covered and safe and so if you if you're not sure about that tighter test just ask your veterinarian it's not just available to uh, through holistic ones but it's often something that's not offered so make sure you just ask about it. Say, I've read about this. I'm interested in doing that. I'd much rather do that if the vaccines are still good. Yeah. Uh, it will also include fecal, urine, and blood analysis. So we're going inside out. I mean, we're covering the whole thing. It's going. They're going to look at your, your pet's uh, muscle, what's the word? Muscle mass. Muscle mass, their joint flexibility, and there'll be a chiropractic appointment in there. An adjustment. Do you remember when Albert said she's Thornton's got clicky, <laughs> clicky front legs? Yeah. So they click a little bit. She's eleven. Yeah, she's it's gonna click, you know. And plus, she's a jumper. She's she's so athletic. It's ridiculous at her age. Very athletic dog. And and but she got an adjustment. And they're they're always happy after the adjustment. They are. <laughs> they really are. Uh, but it keeps everything in, in alignment, which is wonderful. Uh, there's always a discussion about diet as as and that's going to change as your pet ages. So you have to know the difference uh, of what you you should be feeding as they as they grow a little bit older. It's from being puppies to being seniors. There's always a discussion about temperament. How did they play? Are they happy? Do they sleep well? Um, of course, talk about exercise and activity levels. And there's always a comparison to the last visit. And, and I think that's very, very good to say, where, where are we compared to last time? Um, when we did our initial, and I've said this a million times, uh, our, vet, our initial visit covered all of that. Uh, oh, she gets down on the floor with your pets, and I love that. And she's makes them feel super comfortable, and there's just so much conversation. We were stunned. We we never had that had with Jim, and nope. we were really yeah. impressed. And she really wanted to know about our dogs. She wanted to know about them inside and out. It was wonderful. She also covered, and I think you really like this because this kind of lends its way into my next topic. She she covered 
the types of cleaning products we used at home, you know, for whether we were what we were cleaning our floors with. She asked if we used dryer sheets. So she, and what she did is she advised us as an entire family on how to remove any kind of toxins from the home that would affect all of us. That's pets, kids, yourselves. And we came with a stack of papers, came home with a stack of papers. And we made changes. We made changes. I mean, we we um, we were using Boner X. Floor cleaner, yeah, and Stop. dryer sheets. We stopped that and we got a steamer and it's just hot, hot steam and it disinfects. It's great. We got rid of dryer dryer sheets entirely. Now we don't use anything as a substitute uh, other than those balls that have the spikes on that soften mm. soften your fabrics, which have disappeared. So I'm assuming a little Mister has them hidden somewhere. But there are there are some home home what do they call it? Not a remedy. It's not a remedy. Home home solution. Homemade. Home. You know, with essential oils and stuff. If you like the smell, your laundry to smell a certain way. But we haven't found we haven't found much difference in, in all honesty. I'm not using it because the thing is, once they heat up, those uh, chemicals are end up in the air, and you start sucking them in, and you don't need that. And if you're mopping the floor with 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 chemicals, you're you're walking around it on bare feet. Your pets are walking around; they're licking their paws. It's absorbed through the skin. Your kids too. Get rid of it. Just get rid of it. So it was great to have that as a component of this wellness visit, wellness for all of us. Um, and this include uh, pest control, fertilizer, you name it. And that's the path we're going to go down today. Um, my advice is when you go for, for any kind of visit, go with some notes in hand of any changes with your pet that you've noticed and also ask questions. You are your pet's advocate and you must speak up for them. So don't feel you can't speak up. I know some someone said to one of our friends who was a veterinarian said, oh, oh, you've been consulting Dr. Google. <laughs> well, you know what? You are allowed to read up and try and become educated and then ask questions. So yeah. And if someone had said that to me, I would have uh, fired them straight away. <laughs> I'd have said, you're not my vet. Bye. Because you want someone who want, who will listen, who is engaged with you, who is excited that you actually care so much that you went on the internet and to read, read up and now you're following up with a veterinarian. So there you go. So that's your difference between your annuals and your wellness. Of course, I'm sure you're going to want to prepare, uh, prefer a wellness exam. It's covering everything from inside and out, you know, whether it's physical, whether it's emotional. It's all very important to our pets being healthy and improving their health. Really important. So um, if you're not sure... And, and this is the thing. I think some people think holistic vets don't do any kind of traditional medicine. It's just not their go-to. They don't automatically go to traditional veterinary care. There are some cases where they say, well, you know, we're going to try this, this, and this. Mm, we might have to go to traditional care after this. Mm-hmm. But they try this very conservative approach and try and do an all-natural approach. And they try to do it through diet. Well, vaccinations that don't have toxic ingredients in them. and Yeah. I mean, so so they, they're they absolutely worth looking into. Here's the thing. They might be a little bit more expensive, but bear in mind, you're going to have less visits when you've got super healthy pets. Mm. And, and, and that is the goal. That is the goal, is that you don't spend the money on fixing all these problems that well, you can fix them ahead of time. And we even go and 
uh, have the option of doing sedation instead of anesthesia for uh, the dental cleanings. Well, yes, some of them do that now as well. Uh, it depends what state you're in. Some allow it, some don't allow it. So you have to check where you are. when it, uh, Actually, when we talk about vaccines as well, you've got to check for your state as well. But uh, just do know that there are some alternatives out there, and hopefully you'll learn about a couple of them on today's show. So there you go. That's your difference between your annual and your wellness our own doctor's like that isn't he jim yeah he's great yeah he's all about preventative and what can we do to we, we just don't want that we just don't want your pets like for when it comes to diet it always seems that and they always say this this food will sustain your pet but will they thrive and will they be super healthy and optimal health that's the difference okay so Let's take one more break. And then, as I say, we're leading right down the path of pest control. Oh, it's interesting. It's going to be a little bit of an eye-opener. We'll be right back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets. People. Pop culture. Well, she's sitting curled up on my lap as we speak. <laughs> Beautiful Bella's my long-haired Dotson. She was thrown out of a pickup truck going 30 miles an hour, and she disappeared into the woods with the wild animals, uh, boars and coyotes. About four weeks later, she just appeared as she was a mess. Her fur was matted. She scratched almost nonstop. My friend suggested that I order this stuff called Dinovite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. She gobbles it up. She has been itch-free ever since, and her fur is gorgeous. Anyone out there who has a rescue dog, start them on a Dinovite diet for at least a 90-day period. They bond better with the people who take good care of them. They are going to be your buddy for a very, very long time. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand only from PetLifeRadio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets. People. Pop culture. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. I'm Sam. I'm your host. And Jim's here in the studio. The co-host. As uh, Mr. Twix stopped wrecking the studio. <laughs> yeah, he's out cold now. He's just on his side sleeping <laughs> after he licked all his paws and his flanks. Ah, <laughs> oh, he's something else, that, that Mr. Twix. He's a funny boy. Finally, they're settling down after after a nice walk this morning. And uh, this morning, Jim and I, what we're doing after the show is we're going to run over to this brand new coffee shop called Public Works. And it was de- designed and is owned by an architect. So you can imagine how gorgeous it is inside. Their offices are, are above. I mean... That is the best thing, Jim. If we ever build a studio, we'll build a studio upstairs and we'll have a coffee shop downstairs. Oh, brilliant. Anyway, we're going to go over there, have a nice little coffee in this gorgeous place. Oh, it's not just coffee. They do wine and champagne too. (laughs) And we are going to watch our pal Toby and Andy from Toby's UK to Spain. He is 
cycling. He has. I've been following him for the last 12 days. He cycled from Britain through France into Spain. And he's raising money for the hounds of the Galgos del Sol in Spain and the Hounds Trust. I don't think that's the correct name, but that's part of the name. So he's raising money for two charities, raise awareness and raise money. Cycling, it's been a phenomenal journey for me to follow. It, it just makes you so proud to know people who really care about animals to the point they will cycle through three countries to get to get to actually one of the rescues, which is Gal del Sol. Today, they ride into the velodrome in Murcia. That would be a cool bike ride. Oh, it would be. I, am- I would have loved to have taken two weeks off to do that. Wouldn't that be? Do you know what, Jim? Why don't you do that with Toby next time? If he wants to do it next time. Why don't you? Would you be interested in that? Yes, I would. There was that was creepy. <laughs> I would have to get some upgrades, though. Oh gosh, this is the this is the motive now. Thank I get it. Thank you for inviting me to do that. I totally but got the motive there. You don't ride fourteen days without. No, you have to have good equipment, shelf equipment. They got a great support team, and the, some of the views. Oh my gosh, when they first got into Spain on top of the mountains, unbelievably gorgeous. So the great thing is live, you can go to Facebook, type in Galgos del Sol. They're going to be streaming streaming it live and you'll be able to see Toby come in and I cannot wait to see it. And that'll be at 10 a.m. our time. So that is going to be 6 p.m. UK time, GMT. It's going to be 7 p.m. Spanish time. So that way you can all get to see it. And of course, there'll be a replay of it because it will be Facebook Live. But um, it's going to be brilliant to see that. And gosh, he just kept saying when they got through, they were going up those mountains, Jim, in France. Or he said, what got me up that mountain was thinking about all these animals that they've been abused at these horrible, you know, the hands of these horrible people. And the helping hands of the people who rescued them. Oh my gosh, that's why you could just cry. But just a brilliant, just a brilliant human being. What's Twixie doing? He's trying to find a cave to hide in right now. He's making a lot of noise. Yeah, mm-hmm. he can. He could do as he pleases. He's such a boy. So let's, let's, um, so if you get a chance, go over to Facebook, type in Galgos del Sol, and uh, you'll be able to see that at 10 a.m. live. Oh, I'm so excited for them. Right, so since we've been talking about chemicals and things that are toxic and how do we make our home safe, pest control. Now, this came from a situation. It wasn't a situation, but it was a friend on Facebook who asked for advice uh, from her friends on a pet safe pest control company. My first comment was, I don't think you're going to find one that's that's safe, truly safe. I really don't think you are. Uh, where we live anyway. And I said, you know, we do our own pest control because now we know we know what we're putting down. And if we do it once a year, that's stretching it. If we do it once a year and we never spray inside our house, ever, 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 ever. So we aren't, one, we've saved a right ton of money. <laughs> Haven't we, Jim? We have. But, yeah. but many people made suggestions saying how they love their pest control company, how they like the job they did in getting rid of bugs and that their pet, safe their kids safe it just needs to be everybody safe really doesn't it and they were saying how they loved them and many of them specified the companies that they used so being me (laughs) being sam i clicked on the links and i started to dig around on all these recommended sites 
Now, to date, <laughs> I've visited 15 pest control sites and sent them messages asking them what is in their solutions uh, that makes them safe for your pets and your kids and you. Not, of course, forgetting those because I don't know, there's always seems this emphasis on pets and kids. I'm like, but we don't need, we need to be safe too. <laughs> but I know that's a part of the marketing, yeah? But one thing I did notice was a theme of, of caring for you and your loved ones and how safe they're going to be by using their services. And they also mentioned natural non-toxic solutions. Yeah. And each site has a, a library of bugs for you to identify and what types of services they offered. But there was one glaring absent piece of information. And that was, where's the list of natural non-toxic ingredients that you use to kill these pests? So let's, let's, let's talk about the word natural. Natural is the buzzword right now. Natural is the buzz, buzzword right now. Natural, naturally, we put it in there. <laughs> there you go. It wouldn't be a lie. <laughs> uh, natural also can mean toxic. Just bear that in mind. Anything can be toxic, even if it's natural, even if it's natural. But this is the buzzword, yeah? And so you've got to bear that in mind. Now, what I want to know is why are they not telling us what they're spraying in and around our yards and in our homes and around our pets and our kids and us? What is it? Why, why aren't you telling me what that is? If it's so safe, I want to know what it is and why it's so safe. I never take things at face value. And I think a lot of that has to do with how we research for the show anyway. And because we, we've got to bring you correct information and current information. But this is all from our own personal experiences too. I just wouldn't go, someone said, oh, they're, they're great. They say they're pet safe and I can't read up about them. So, well, my research, <laughs> my impromptu research was met with either no response at all or being told, rest assured, our products are safe. And when I quizzed further to ask if I could, if they could tell me what ingredients they're using in these solutions so that I could read up about them, they never came back to me. They never came back to me. Maybe we need to find out from the uh, licensing governments, you know. Ah, uh, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. EPA will say, oh, this is only mildly toxic, and they can still use it. The, do you understand? Okay. Yeah, but I'm, we're going to go into these chemicals. We're going to go into these chemicals. Uh, as I said, don't take things at face value with anything. And I thought, well, how do they? I mean, they're saying they're great. Are they great just because they killed your bugs? Are they great because you, they told you what the chemicals were and you realize, oh, they are actually safe because I got to read up about them? No, well, not from the 15 that I called. So I don't have a list of anything that any of these companies offer. Very disappointing. And why? Why on earth would they be doing that? What are they hiding? So off I went down a rabbit hole of research. And this is what I found over the last week. And yes, it's been a week of reading and sending emails and messages and becoming more outraged that no one wants to tell me what's in their products. Um, I do feel that any reputable pest control company should list their active ingredients in their pesticides and tell you the potential health threats associated with pesticides. The, the symptoms of poisoning and how to minimize exposure and health impacts. That's what I think. Most uh, common ingredients in professional grade pesticides are pyrethroids and pyrethrins. 
This was according to a June 2010 study in the Journal of Exposure Science and Environmental Epidemiology. Piperonyl butoxide and hydromethylnon are the next most common ingredients. Gosh, here we go with the words. Here we go. Chloropyrifos, diazinon, and other organophosphates were once very common, but have become clearly obsolete since the Environmental Protection Agency restricted the use of these toxic ingredients in 2001. Um, so let's talk about the common chemicals and the ones that are becoming popular now. Uh, pyrethroids and Pyrenthrins. Pyrenthrin is the most common active ingredient in its in insecticides applied by licensed exterminators. It is one of a large class of chemical insecticides known as pyrethroids. They mimic pyrethrins, which are botanical insecticides typically derived from Australian and African chrysanthemum flower varieties. Both the pyrethrins and pyrethroids work to paralyze and eventually kill a wide variety of insects. Both of these are included in more than 3,500 registered products for household insect mitigation, as well as pet protection, yeah, pet protection, mosquito control, and in agriculture. So the uh, flea and tick collar yep. industry. Yes, you have to know this. Flea and tick drops it's, and such. It's it's pesticide that you're putting on your pets. You have to know this. These insecticides are generally safer to humans and other mammals than many alternatives, and they do not seem to trigger asthma or allergic reactions. However, they are highly toxic to aquatic organisms, so care must be taken to minimize spray drift and runoff that could get into water. How do you prevent spray drift? Really? Once it goes up in the air, it's up in the air. And a friend did tell me that two two things. I think she said they had uh, toads, I think, in pond. And that's what killed theirs was overspray hmm. that went into their water supply. And she has a dog. Every time the neighbor, because they stopped spraying, every time their neighbor's pesticide company came, had seizures wow. after the spraying. Yeah. Very important to know. Um uh, permethrin is in hundreds of products used on and around pets, people, and property. It's found on in everything from human lice shampoo to spot-on flea controls, collars, dips, shampoos, lawn and garden sprays, indoor pest control sprays, powders, roach foggers, flea bombs, and numerous other products. What is even more cause for concern is that some products with organic certification contain permethrin. Oh, you see, and they're, and they're listed organic. Yeah, because it comes from a flower. Because it comes from a flower, and as you're saying, something natural can still be toxic. So, piperonal butoxide um, sounds like sounds like a weapon. MGK two six four and piperonal butoxide are among several popular chemicals that are typically added to pyrethrins and other insecticide agents. The additives do not act alone as pesticides, but enhance the effect effectiveness of the other chemicals by inhibiting insect metabolism. The EPA classifies this piperonal butoxide as a possible carcinogen, but notes it has low human toxicity. Whoa. Ingesting it can cause vomiting and diarrhea. I don't care whether it's low or high, I'm not using it. I want no. So hydromethylnon, 
Hadromethanone is typically used in bait for ants, cockroaches, termites, crickets, and silverfish. It is a slow killer of insects, making them lethargic and slowly killing them over three or four days. While it may not be an instant solution, it has long-term impacts because insects are still alive to take the poison back to their colonies. It's also listed as a potential carcinogen, but poses little danger to humans. Okay. Thought it might irritate the eyes and respiratory tract if not handled carefully. Again, I'm staying away from that. Other popular pesticides in 2010 uh, was noted uh, these two other popular ones. And it was um, uh, fipron- fipronil is a white powder used to control ants, beetles, cockroaches, and other insects. Boric acid is another white powder used in a variety of insecticides. It is derived from naturally occurring boron. See, there's that word natural, yeah? Both pose minimal health dangers for humans if used properly. It's risky, isn't it? Of course, when you come to when it comes to pest control, you've got to try and get to the root of what's causing your pests. Is it food that's left out? Is it water? Is it standing water? So that's the first place you should start with pest yeah. control is what's causing it. Um, pesticide use on pets and in the home and on the lawn can have absolutely harsh effects on your family as I was just saying about my friend with the toads and her dog. Pest control companies will tell you that once a chemical treatment dries, it is safe to be around, but the chemicals don't break down after drying. They persist in the environment for months, which is why they last so long. This leaves chemicals all around your home and lawn for your family and pets to ingest, breathe in and absorb through the skin. And you will never know it because you will never see it. You will never see it. And this is a huge uh, cause for concern. It's because there's a growing body of evidence that links pesticide exposure to several neurological disorders, such as ADHD, multiple sclerosis, childhood learning disorders, Parkinson's disease, and cancer. Wow. Horrible. Just live with some bugs. Seriously, yeah. Maybe you're better off just living with some bugs. Since this information is becoming more common knowledge, pest control companies have had to switch what they're telling their their customers, and they do more of this. We have natural pest control, yeah, that is made from chrysanthemum flowers. In your head, you're going to have flowers are natural, they grow in the ground. Wow, that's amazing. They kill with flowers. You can see how people will take that at face value as something being positive. Many consumers trust that what they're told and do not realize that the spray is no more natural than their old solutions. And those solutions have been around for 50 years. They haven't changed. Uh, it's not new. It's just a kind of a new marketing message, a message that they're applying now to keep business going or even get new business. These flowers are processed as synthetic pesticides and become neurotoxic poisons that cause serious health problems and they're made from um so so basically if you see permethrin pyrethrins pyrethroids they're all made from the chrysanthemum flowers yeah and they are categorized by the epa as toxins so you they are known for uh, known carcinogens mutagens reproductive toxins developmental toxins immune system toxins and endocrine disruptors horrible Lots of big words today. Yes, I know. Just, and I've said them enough times that I should have them wrong. Kind of have the same meaning. Do you want to 
be exposed to that? Do you want to absorb it? Do you want your pets and the people around and you? And do you want to be at risk for any it? of these things? Of course you don't. What's the benefit and what's the risk? Here's the alternative, because it's all well and good telling you all of this if we can't give you some kind of recommendations on what your alternative is. As I said, we've not used pest control for years and years. So one, we're saving a ton of money. Two, we're saving the health of our pets. Uh, we do it once a year. If that, it's always outside of the home and it's more of a barrier type thing that we do. We don't, we don't drench down the backyard or anything like that. And uh, I forgot the name of the product we use, but you can actually make up your own solution. But ours has peppermint oil in it, rosemary oil, vinegar, baking soda, those kind of things. All stuff that you know about. And of course, yes, you know about all of those. We know they're not going to be dangerous to your pets, but you still don't want them to be around when you spray anything. Yeah, because you don't want them licking up vinegar or baking soda or anything like that. Um, but if you don't want to go to that, do I say it's trouble? It's only once a year. But if you don't want to go to that trouble, there is a product. And I've done a lot of research and I found this one. This is the one that when I ask everybody, what's your go-to? And these are the people in the pet industry that know what's safe, best for their pets. They can come up with one company called Wonderside. And it is, I love the name of it. And Wonderside, you may have seen them on Shark Tank, two ladies that were on Shark Tank. Um, and I want you to know we have not been compensated to talk about Wonderside at all. We just need to make sure that we can give you an alternative to these harmful chemicals and, and you know, so that you don't, you know, fall for the neutral is safe, you know, mantra. I want to buy a non-toxic product, and I'm sure you do as well. And this is why Wonderside believes in a truly natural pest control that is non-toxic. That's what you need to ask. Forget about, is it natural? Is it safe? I say, is it toxic? Really simple. Is this toxic to me, my pets, my kids, my, my uh, you know, if you've got pond life, is this toxic? That's your question. Indoor pest control, um, is top performing uh, biopesticide for homes is a bio-based insecticide made from cedarwood oil and hydrated silica. And that's specially created for preventing and the treatment of insect infestations. It has no harmful, harmful effects on the environment, humans, or animals. In fact, it is completely safe. It's a completely safe natural bug spray for use around newborns and nursing mothers. Now, it gives you a lot of confidence. And that's not just a marketing term, they said. Um, and you can learn more about it because they've got a lot of facts on their website. And did you know this? That, uh, you know, using these chrysanthemums, chrysanthemum uh, derived products, um, increase human health problems. Uh, there's been an increase in human health problems by 300% over the last 10 years. Not good enough. Uh, and they just say, you know, we're all trying to. Um, what are you sending me, Jim? What did you send me? couple of pictures. <laughs> so weird in the middle of this. <laughs> but uh, well, like they said at one side, we're all trying to make healthier choices for ourselves, our family and pets. And this has created a very large opportunity for companies to cater to these health conscious customers. But you have to be careful and some companies will push service and products under the buzzword of natural even though they contain neurotoxins. And one very common example, as we said, is that chrysanthemum flower. So buyer beware, no matter what your vet or your pest control company tells you, these are not safe natural products. They are neurotoxic poisons that cause serious health problems for humans, animals, birds, and aquatic life. 
Yeah, you don't think about birds. You don't think about the animals that come into your yard. For us, mm. we've had snakes. We've had rabbits. We've had lizards. We've had, we've had rat. Yeah, we had a rat. Uh, we've had the little chipmunky things. I don't even think they're chipmunks. What are they called? Desert, Desert chipmunks. Is that what they are? Desert squirrels. So all of those are coming into our, into our backyard. I don't want to affect any animals, and I don't want to affect, to affect mine or myself, yeah? And so um, as we, we've talked a little bit more about, you know, uh, we'll put these these um, descriptions up so that you know what to ask for. You should say, does your product have this and this? Is it toxic? Is it toxic? Um, <coughs> excuse me. And so what Wonderside does is it offers a bio-based alternative to tra- traditional synthetic pesticides. It's made for pets and people and property. No toxins, n- toxins, no synthetic chemicals. It isn't just natural. It isn't just organic. It is non-toxic. Yay. And if it happens to be organic too, great. They were saying, and I've already talked about the fact sheet, um, and bear in mind this chrysanthemum-derived chemical is in hundreds and hundreds of products for pets, people, and properties. It's that, got that certain of. smell whenever you smell pesticides. It, well, it must be. It must be, Jem. Mm. It, it must be. So we'll put you this fact sheet up. So let me tell you a little bit more about Wonderside. They do have a nice range of products, and it covers everything from your property to your pets because flea and tick is a big concern. It's a, you're putting pesticides on your pets. I know it sounds crazy, but that's what you're doing. You're saying, here's some chemicals. It can cause chemical burns. Uh, you'll often see them down the back and the neck because that's where most people, you know, squeeze it on the back. It can cause, uh, uh, say, neurological issues. You name it, you can have all manner of problems. You don't want to do that to your pets. So they have um, everything, as I said, from flea and tick um, all the way down to protecting your property. There are human-grade products that they, they use. And, for example, their flea and tick, it kills fleas, ticks, mosquitoes, and flies by contact, safe for pets and people of all ages. Three, aromatherapeutic scents, fresh cedars, rosemary, lemongrass, so they don't smell disgusting either. Um, their flea and tick is powered by essential oils, and they say it kills pest life cycle and repels, repels fleas, ticks, mosquitoes, and flies, safe for dogs and cats and around kids too. However, your conventional drops we've just talked about, they're made of toxic chemical pesticides. They kill only adult pests that bite and do not repel. And they're not safe for puppies, kittens, senior pets, nor around children. Uh, see where we're all leaning towards this one. Uh, they also have a for their yard and garden, uh, and it comes in different sizes, and you can dilute it down with water, which is great. It's very convenient. You can use it as a spray or attach it straight to your hose. Gosh, they thought of everything with this product. It eliminates hundreds of pests at the source. You're using your gardens, your yards, your dog runs on your decks and on your patios. So you can use it everywhere. And safe for bees and butterflies. Yes, 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 yes. Got to protect the bees. Must protect the bees. And it covers 5,000 square feet. Uh, refill with yard and garden concentrate. Uh, you can buy this. Uh, I'll put the links up and you can buy this straight from Amazon. And uh, who doesn't love Amazon these days? So they have these concentrates. For example, they have a 16-ounce concentrate and it covers 8,000 square feet. It's $40. Um, and it goes all the way up to a gallon, which covers 64 thousand square feet so if you live in a compound <laughs> or a castle <laughs> we, we've got you covered and this is the story of of wonderside 
when you love someone, you do everything in your power to protect them. I thought I was keeping Luna safe by using flea and tick control prescribed by a vet, but when she experienced devastating side effects ranging from skin issues to organ failure, I knew there had to be a better way. I founded Wonderside to protect pets, people, and property without harsh chemicals. Today, our full, t- our full line of natural products protects families around the world. Oh, it's so great. And so they do sprays. They do all manner of stuff. And I just, I'm so impressed. Uh, they are... Um, they're not tested on animals. Love that, love that, love that. So that's Wonderside. Uh, there's another one. I think it's called, oh, I was going to say genocide. It cannot be called oh genocide. Goodness, what's wrong with you? I swear to God, but I, something like that. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be called anything like no, that. No, I, I wouldn't. It was an N side. I know it was an N side. Yeah, I know it was. <laughs> I know it was. But anyway, Wonderside is one. I'll put the links up. That way you can make a switch. Make it safer in your homes, in and out of, out of your homes for your entire family. Gives you lots of confidence there. But what an eye-opener. Chrysanthemums. And I love flowers, but come on. A um, couple of things to cover just before we close out the show. I found some fun things today online. and Because uh, it's, it's summer and everybody's cruising and cruising around and doing their holidays, taking their pets with them and all that stuff. I found a Meow Meow Cruise line. <laughs> MeowMeowCruise.com is a cruise for people who love cats. And uh, it's uh, it's cat lovers that get together. Uh, you don't take your cats, unfortunately. They have to stay home. But You it's don't a- want to take your cat on a cruise ship anyhow. No, I mean, but the thing is, the point is, it's being around people that love cats and they do the meow meow meet and greet, the meow meow mixer, the meow meow group dining. They have a meow meow trivia and uh, meow meow scavenger hunt. Say, say it, Jim, meow meow. Meow meow. Meow meow. I don't think I would go to <laughs> things that are always called meow meow. I don't think that's me. Uh-huh. That might be you. It might be me. Uh, the website is meowmeowcruise.com. I love that. And they are going to try and do a woofwoofcruise.com as well for people that love to be around dogs. And while you are traveling, there's a couple of different things that might help you if you're with your pets on the road and you're looking for dog parks and friendly um, hotels and restaurants, and that is gopetfriendly.com. You'll find everything on there. Often they will have discounts too. So I, I really like that website. It's been a long, very long time. They do a they do a lot of touring in their in their. Uh, uh, go pet friendly vehicle and so they get to experience a lot of that firsthand and give you their opinions on that so that's gopetfriendly.com there's another one called dogpark.com if you're looking for dog parks while you're traveling really simple website just type in where you are and the list of dog parks comes up well jim i think i have covered everything i think you had a high content show Ooh, today. it was saturated today <laughs> You did a lot of wording. It was, you know what? I will attempt a long word. And if you say it enough times in one show, then you should get it right by the end of it. (laughs) A lot of words today. Uh, I'm so glad that we get to give you this information. And I will let that friend who asked that question this week know that it inspired today's show. And I'd be curious as to what she found out and what service she decided to go with or not at all. We'll find out. Well, it's been, uh, it's been uh, say, chock-a-block with information today. Really, really glad that you're here and um, have something to take away from the show today. So we covered the difference between annual exams and your wellness exams, 
And of course, we prefer the wellness exam. It covers everything inside and out. It's a discussion. It's a real discussion and an exam at the same time. We've covered how to make our homes and our, our gardens much safer for the entire family. And uh, also some fun stuff for any of you who are traveling this summer. Now, we've not traveled yet. I'm getting a bit uh, antsy, Jim. We, you want to go somewhere? Yeah, I so I'll need... I'll take you to a coffee shop. Uh, well, we, we are. That's where we're heading right after this. So you can go to Galgos del Sol on Facebook and watch that Facebook Live as Toby and Andy cycle into the velodrome. All for the hounds. I love this. Well, remember, you can help an animal in need. Either rescue, adopt, donate, volunteer, share their information, change your pest control service, <laughs> rescue your next family member and replace the workshop with adopt and be kind to all animals. If you've liked today's show and you are happen to be you happen to be listening to it on your uh, smartphone, always make sure you share it because sharing is caring. <laughs> sharing is helping others with the information that you learned today. Jim, thank you for being here. Yes, you're welcome. I didn't. <laughs> you don't have to thank me for being in my own house and helping you with your radio show, but I'm very glad that you're very appreciative. I think it's just something I say. <laughs> okay. Inclusion. Inclusion. Yeah, I felt very well belonged. Oh, that doesn't even sound like English to me. That's so weird. It's American. Oh, okay, everybody. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed today's show. Really glad to have you here. And um, you've been listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. It's all about pets, people, and pop culture. I am that host of yours, Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs. And always kiss your pets good morning and good night. And I'll see you next time. You've been listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets, people, pop culture. Visit Vegas Rock Dog Radio for more information. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe on iTunes and iHeartRadio. And remember, give your fur babies a big kiss from me, Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs. You must not rely on the information in this broadcast from our hosts as an alternative to medical advice from your veterinarian. If you have any specific questions about a medical matter regarding your pets, you should consult your veterinarian or specialist. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.